0: miss that theme song man (laughs) hey it's me sarah d bunting uh your old your erstwhile blotter presents co-host and i'm here with my co-editor-in-chief at bestevidence.fyi eve Beatty. hello again eve everything new again
1: i know Here we are, back in people's ears.
0: Here we are, back in people's ears. Um, So just give everybody a quick rundown of what we're doing back here, and uh, then we're just going to talk about some true crime stuff.
1: Well, um, as I wrote on um, Best Evidence, our true crime newsletter uh, last week, uh, as we turn four years old, can you believe it? What is four years in Substack years? Is that akin to dog years, I don't know, blog years, I don't know what the comparable is. Anyway, as we turn four and as you and I are now in um, that box on the insurance charts where they start charging us a lot, um, we (laughs) have been thinking about how we want best evidence to look going forward. And one of the things we realized is that we want it to look good in people's ears. And that means while we are not bringing back the blotter presents which was a wonderful podcast that everyone loved we still want to do something with audio using the Substack platform and that's this which we are i think tentatively referring to as the docket are we calling it the docket are we calling it anything let's do it sure let's yeah. let's call it
0: the docket and then if people right. hate that we'll call it something else the charging station i don't there's so many <laughs> bad puns available to us why um confine ourselves to just one. Um another yeah. thing we realized is that we like we have our own Slack. Yeah. and we're in contact quite a bit during the average week, but we weren't necessarily having a conversation with each other that um you guys were also part of, so yeah. that seemed like an oversight. Now is also a good time to remind you that you can He'll email us, editorial at bestevidence.fyi, and you can call or text us on our Google Voice number, 919-75-CRIME. So this is a
1: an audio product that you can listen to using Apple Podcasts, Overcasts um, you know, other podcast apps. So it's not something that you have to listen to on your browser. Um, when we've published other audio content, I've noticed a lot of folks are listening to us through Apple. Um, so on our issue, we will always, uh, link to the RSS. So it's something, a link that you can easily add using whatever app you use.
0: All right. So, uh, Our very first docket topic is uh, five new series coming to Oxygen. Uh, There's probably not a ton to say here, but we thought we would go through this uh, fine futon critic list, which we will link in the show notes, and just talk about if anything sounds even remotely appealing to us, beginning with, okay, new enthralling series include, lol, Texas Justice with Kelly Siegler. Um, I feel like Kelly Siegler is Oxygen's new Lady Jo Kenda. Agree or disagree?
1: Well, so I wrote a little bit about this show when it was first announced for Best Evidence. And I don't think you're wrong. And I also think that the decision to roll with Kelly Siegler says something interesting about what Oxygen is willing to forgive and not. You know, Siegler is someone who's been accused of prosecutorial misconduct many, many times. We'll include a link in our issue um, in during her time in the uh, Harris County DA's office. Uh, and this is like, you know, the standard stuff like withholding evidence and um, some more serious stuff too. And just so we're clear, we're not talking about like, oh, you know, sort of fudging some stuff for property crimes. We're talking about death penalty cases. So right. Siegler someone who's well known as a prosecutor who is willing to color outside the lines, which is something that's cute on Law & Order, but less cute when we're talking about real life and even less cute when we're talking about Texas.
0: Yeah, I. it's interesting that you raised Law & Order because what I was thinking while you were talking is that uh, I feel like her brand um, has become um, or has paralleled uh, Lieutenant Benson on yeah. SVU, uh, which I am behind on, but it's still sitting on my DVR along with an entire season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. So this is me not being better than anyone, but uh, I I do feel like at least via um, her her entree show cold justice, she was sort of becoming positioned as that um, somewhat moistly empathetic figure um, yeah. in true cri- in the true crime, like nonfiction space. And then I guess we all just agreed to avert our eyes from all the myriad lethal Brady violations. Cause she's a dame. I don't, I don't know what the logic is, but I also don't know what The Logic of Oxygen is sometimes. So there's that. The
1: Logic of Oxygen is unironically calling a show Texas Justice, perhaps. Well, and we're going
0: to talk a little bit about their um, naming conventions as we go on, uh, as we proceed through our list. Uh, Fatal Family Feuds, which is exactly what you think it is. But I have noticed on the part of Oxygen and Investigation Discovery, a tendency to repackage episodes from other like yeah. modular true crime audio wallpaper type shows and mm-hmm. just call them something else and regroup them according to subject matter. So this might be that. But like, it's like the just get a divorce tag in my bookshop. Like, yeah. this could be any it's like half the sh- fucking shop
1: right? I'm down with alliteration. So I have no beef with the name in and of itself. One of the things that I think is interesting is in the press release for it, they refer to it as in this adjudicated series. Yes, that's their new thing. Wasn't I
0: talking about that in an issue recently that it was like, what is this? Yeah, it's like no spoilers, but these cases are already done. Yeah, yeah. Which term they're all using.
1: So that's just such a, it's an interesting industry term that I don't think that, because you were not saying, referring to adjudicated cases or, you know, resolved cases or anything like that, like, or even why do they, the only thing I can think of is maybe the idea is we're not going to leave you hanging, we are going to have an answer for this. And I think that that is a fair and valid thing to say, because, um... This is something that people complain about with true crime again and again, right? That, you know, you sit through an episode, a series or something like that. And at the end, it's like, we might not ever know. So I do think that there is something positive to um, the idea of letting people know from the jump, you're going to get your answer in 42 minutes and it's going to be cool. Like for me, like, you know, my treadmill viewing I, I'm down with that. And I am probably gonna at least give Fatal Family Feuds a shot from the treadmill to see what it's what's going on, what's fun. Why not? Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: the first thought is always, oh, Hatfields and McCoys again, who cares? Yeah. But that was a real that was a real case. A. And B, I like my whole thing is I just don't want them repackaging like wives with knives or american greed or whatever like cherry picking episodes that are about whatever siblings stabbing each other in the eye and then just calling it fatal family feuds and making it impossible to look shit up like See, that's what this I is liked. this
1: is part of the problem with the title is this sort of lack of clarity are we talking about feuds between families or feuds between members of the same family based on the press release it sounds like members of the same family which given the strength of the brand family feud Feud between families. You see where I'm going with this. Yes, anyway, I do. But like I get it. Like I get it. Fatal Family Feuds is too good a name to pass up. And I'm hopeful that this is something above and beyond standard domestic violence. Um, you know, yeah. killing your spouse. Because we have that on all the other shows already.
0: Yeah. And I have a feeling that uh Investigation Discovery at least definitely had a show that was like Deadly yeah. Neighbors, where it was like yeah. someone was weed whacking at like 30 in the morning and you know, someone else was awakened and had a gun and that shit can go haywire very quickly, as we have seen, especially in Texas. So Mm -hmm. it's a crossover event. I shouldn't joke, but Texas justice. Yeah. Uh, Next up uh, is Sin City Murders. And I I don't really have much to say about this, except that the breathless description in the press release makes it sound like nobody had ever thought of Las Vegas as a topic for true crime coverage, like CSI?
1: Exactly. Yeah, that, that super indie show that no one watches, CSI. <laughs> and I yeah, like, I, I do think it is funny that there is this sort of, uh, that they're presenting this as some, basically oceans 11 but with killing when las vegas is a big city with lots of people living there who may or may not kill each other it you know it doesn't have anything to do with being sin- city but sure why not like i say why not i mean
0: sure and here's another thing like this is one of those press releases that uses the phrase glitz and glam mm-hmm. but it's like literally nobody except pr people has ever used the word glitz
1: not Nobody. not with a straight face. No. I do think when we look at the release, it says that um, it's, it, you know, investigations that deeply impacted the surrounding Las Vegas community It hi- ultimately highlights the justice that is brought to the victims and their loved ones. So at the very end, yeah. all of a sudden, it's like got a conscience. Um, sure. Sure. Why not? Like, I think that this, I think that Sin City Murders would be completely fine. Um, hotel Marathon.
0: Uh, yeah. Or yeah. just, you know, like, an, another show that is not egregiously poor, and yeah. ergo I can continue ignoring it. Much like Real Murders of Los Angeles.
1: I uh, This this is one where the naming convention is, I, this is where I draw the line.
0: I mean, this is all part of the same, like, network averse, Oxygen, mm-hmm. and Bravo. So I am almost positive that there was some conversation in the ether at NBC Universal, that was just like, is it okay if we adapt this, um, this naming convention or this titling convention for this true crime property? And I'm sure Andy Cohen at Al were like, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, it, it is a little flip for Mm -hmm. me but it's this is another one it's premiering this fall and uh you would think that nobody had ever heard like that it was los angeles in 1917 or something Mm -hmm. and Colonel griffiths is still like you know wandering around shooting his wife in the eye or whatever his whole crime was it's like
1: i think if if you're gonna be this lazy about the name the show's gonna be too lazy i'm out with this one it's not happening
0: yeah uh next up is the pike county murders How did it come to pass that eight members of the same family could be brutally murdered execution style in four different locations in one night by another family they called friends? Like, I don't know. I saw the montage in Goodfellas. It's eminently possible, (laughs) but maybe I'm just being Jersey about this. This is the one that I would consider watching for like 10 or 15 minutes just to see if they were doing that thing they occasionally do where they try what about you?
1: Yeah. Well, I think too, like this to me has the greatest clarity of vision when it comes to storytelling, that this is something that is about a specific case and isn't just like, shit, that happened in Los Angeles. Is you know, this <laughs> yeah. makes yeah. this makes it the sort of the most appealing to me. But I also, you know, no disrespect to the fine folks at the various production companies that serve content for oxygen, but the more ambitious oxygen shows get oftentimes the less sure-handed they get. So uh, this one to me seems like it's facing the most risk, but it it is also the one that I feel like has the most potential if they don't screw it up.
0: And I think this is a major case in Ohio Mm -hmm. history. Like when Ohio sort of compendia of true crime come out, it's like this case, there was a big um, pair of train robberies at the turn of the last century um the pike county case i'm not familiar but i know that it's a big whoop in ohio yeah i agree with you though that like when oxygen decides to try another lane they often end up a grease spot on the pavement um much like that metaphor so anyway that's what's coming up on oxygen um we'll have a link to this uh, Futon Critic piece in the show notes, and you can just check out premiere dates for yourself if you want to start thinking about setting your DVR for any of these. And uh, like we said before, we'd love to hear from you about this and anything else that we talk about. 91975 Crime. What's next?
1: Us talking about Elizabeth Held's uh, review of um, Death of a Bookseller that we ran on Wednesday in Best Evidence. And, um, how I think you and I have reached our max when it comes to being done with shows that use an interest in or a creator of true crime content for a fun, dramatic story, right? Yeah, are we done with it? I'm done with it.
0: I mean, I think that it's I think that it's just not returning that much anymore. I talked about this briefly on the summer preview episode of extra hot great, which as we're recording this, it just dropped this morning. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about how based on a true story, and we, we said this in, um, in best evidence as well, or I, I did. I was just like, you know, I, I like most of this casting. Mm -hmm. Cuoco is a plus. Messina suggests to me that this is going to be a little more pleased with its own Mm -hmm. satire than um, it should be. Uh, if Mindy Kaling were anywhere in the production, which she may be, I have to go back and check, but that's going to s- suggest a um, smug yeah, in curiosity about whatever is being sent up that I'm not super interested in continuing to take hands with that, like life's too short. But I just, there's just something about the number of projects like this that only murders in the building at least like i have my doubts about that too and i said this on extra hot great but like every time i'm like they're never going to be able to stick this fucking landing meryl street are you kidding me but they always do it because first of all they love the genre that that they're satirizing and second of all once it had served its purpose they just moved on to being like a new york city show or a show about like hashtag actors am i right so that i have more trust there but the number of projects what was the one with um Oh, God. But the guy from The Office.
1: Well, that's exactly you, – you mentioned Mindy Kaling, and I thought you were going to bring up Vengeance, which yeah. I attempted to watch um, when it was first released. Uh, yeah, and it's Ryan from The Office. That's where the Mindy Kaling connection, because that guy, okay, I think, right. in real life, you know, gossip mags, some sort of relationship is, you know, like, whatever. Like, they are at least friends, perhaps more. Who cares? Um, but <laughs> good good I luck found to them both. Yeah, yeah. It could be. Who knows? P- people live their lives. Um, I found Vengeance fairly repugnant, um, and I think one of the reasons that I found it so vile is because only in murders in the building, sometimes it's, you know, it's a little pleased with itself, and, you know, it's uh, you know, beautiful wallpaper, mm. but I do think that there's <laughs> some heart there, especially in season two, which I was, you know, initially skeptical about. I found a lot of heart in season two, yeah. um, and I thought that was sort of nice and I'm hopeful that they can sort of continue it. Vengeance was heartless. It was crass. It was dislikable from the, there was, it, and it, it wasn't funny and I don't understand why it existed or why it was allowed to exist or why it was distributed or whatever. It was just gross. And I have found that to be more the case with shows that are based on like true people who are into true crime are wacky and i'm not being defensive about that because i don't know that i'm like into true crime like i want to go investigate anything i just there's a cruelty to it which suggests to me a, a contempt for the genre and a contempt for people who are involved in it and i'm just life's too short to create Yeah. Stuff like that.
0: And it's like not a knowledgeable contempt. Like um, Only Murders in the Building was often mean to all kinds of people in and out of the, you know, outside of the genre tent. But it was like a, it was a fondness and it came from Mm -hmm. a depth of knowledge about these podcasts, these people, and the fact that like NPR people, like the Cinda Canning of it all. Yeah. Like, it was immediately recognizable, but it was also recognizable as knowledgeable. And Vengeance, just based on the trailer, it just felt like they thought we were all, you know, you give them a couple shots of tequila and they'll be like, well, you're just in your parents' basement and you're a size 28. And it's like, first of all, have you looked at the economy? Second of all, don't be a fattest. And third of all, why did you make this movie if you think we're all so gross?
1: Well, and it's also like, you know, guy from the city who goes to, you know, deal with the, you know, the dumb hicks. And, um,
0: yeah, that you too. know,
1: sure, dumb hicks exist, assholes from the city exist. But when everybody is an asshole, um, the hicks are dumb. The guy from the city is an asshole. You're just sitting there thinking, why? Why am I consuming this? Like nothing, nothing's going on here.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, that's what I mean. I feel like a lot of these, there's, this, there's, this, there's a heart of meanness. I, and I don't know that that's going to be the case with um, based on a true story, just because Kaylee Cuoco does bring, I think, just sort of like there's a nice, genuine quality to her as a performer. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm with you on Messina. There's something about Messina that always uh, strike. I, I don't know. I liked him as a baddie in um, Birds of Prey, the mm-hmm. film, because I feel like that is sort of truer to what he can portray, then he's a nice guy or he's a friendly guy or whatever. So yeah, I don't know. But I just think it's becoming a lazy trope to me and I would just rather see it put to bed.
0: Yeah, I think so. Or at least press pause on.
1: Yeah. For a
0: while, because I think we like, I think we get it. Um, And there are ways to do this that work. And there are ways to do this that like they work. They're just not for us. Like what is that um, Apple TV plus? show i think it's still on
1: truth be told yeah that's it that's something i I think i might be getting it wrong we're talking about the octavia spencer one right yeah yeah i like
0: her but like a lot of apple plus things it's just like kind of a b and not a particularly Mm -hmm. strong b it's like an 84 and it's like that's not enough for me but i think people get things out of it even though it's basically castle except it looks more expensive and octavia spencer has an oscar like okay whatever you guys want um but yeah i just we'll see with that one i hope i'm wrong because i really like her and i think that she gets a most improved award like i had to watch it um ain't rules for dating my whatever the fuck for another work thing a few months ago and she was shockingly bad shockingly bad i was like this is on a network for a while wow anyway speaking of things that were on a network for a while uh i think that's it for us today right yeah
1: yes absolutely it is so um thank you for listening to our first episode and um we will see you back here uh next thursday
0: we absolutely will. At which time, in theory, we will be talking about a sale on Best Evidence Subscriptions. So think that over. Um, and 60 Days In, a joint nemesis of ours now has yet another spinoff. I also bitched about that on Extra Hot Great, but I could not let it go without jumping even on the fun. So tune in for that next week. Thank you for listening. So bad. The crime is no one is paying attention to the dude.
1: <laughs> I know. I liked how she waited until the Good song started rolling and then came in. Ellie, everything's fine. fine.